Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We are back. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are, uh, or I am joined today, of course, by my lovely wife, Julie. So, Julie, welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. Julie? Yes? And we are also joined today by Tim Ventura. Tim, are you on? Yes, Maybe I'm here. Okay, very good. So, Julie, are you on now? Yes. Julie, okay, good. There you go. All right, so Tim is going to be uh, helping us present the topic today. And I have to say this is probably the weirdest topic we've ever presented on Real Estate Coaching Radio so far. It is about Ebola and the hypothetical possible effect that it's going to have on um, your real estate business. And the reason we chose this topic wasn't because, frankly, we wanted to, but because I see a big train of hype coming our way, and I see a big amount of overreaction that's going to be soon happening. And it's happening during a time of year when mindset is usually a challenge for agents anyway because they're slower phones aren't ringing they start basically you know all going through all the stresses and trials and tribulations that happen towards the end of the year in most real estate agents businesses you know those stresses and whatnot guys you got to be clear on this they're definitely self-imposed because if you're waiting to get your business restarted until january of next year you are creating a very stressful environment for yourself and on today's show i'm going to present to you and we're going to start out by tim presenting some points here about the facts about ebola and then Julie and I are going to tell you and really help you to stay focused on what matters, how you can keep your mindset clear, and really then how you maybe be able to coach your own real estate clients and your staff and your team members uh, so they can stay focused on what matters. So, Tim, you have, I believe we have seven points we're going to present to these guys. We can just keep these succinct since it's only a half-hour show, so without any further delay. Yes, absolutely. Well, there's a lot of misinformation out there, and there's a lot that's not known about this current Ebola epidemic. But there are seven key points that real estate agents and other people, profession workers, really should know. So let's start out with point number one. Ebola does not change as fast as some other viruses. And, that, you know, that's helpful because it helps in the research for a vaccine and eventual cure and, and things along those lines. Point number two is Ebola spreads through close contact. It's not airborne. It's not transmitted through the water. And it's, it's not something that just appears magically. So the folks who get sick with it come into close contact with people who are infectious. Now, point number three is people with Ebola generally aren't infectious until they're sick. And I think that's really important to realize because, you know, there's this idea out there of, well, what if someone has it and they don't know and nobody else knows and all that stuff. But generally, until they're presenting symptoms, there's really not any chance of getting it from someone. Point number four, very important to keep in mind, people can survive Ebola. 
And that's something that it's easy to forget because of, unfortunately, the mortality rate. But the current Ebola outbreak has a survival rate of about 40%, according to the World Health Organization. So 40% of the people who get sick and go through the entire illness do survive. Point number five, the current outbreak is so bad because it's happening in places with poor health infrastructure. And I think that's also important to realize. Um, healthcare spending is dismally low, between $40 and $100 per person per year in Guinea, Liberia, and Sierra Leone. These are among the poorest countries in the world. And it's, it's truly unfortunate that it's struck there. But what that means is for countries like the United States that have a more advanced medical infrastructure and better first responders, we are more able to head this off at the pass. Point number six is Ebola could pop up in random countries, but that doesn't mean disaster. And again, this goes back to the idea of better medical infrastructure. The CDC has discussed something called contact tracing in depth on the news. And so it is possible for a single case of infectious disease to pop up somewhere, for instance, in Dallas, Texas, but it doesn't necessarily mean that there will be a giant outbreak. Point number seven is if Ebola came to the U.S., it probably wouldn't get very far. And again, this, this kind of reinforces the last couple of points. Texas is an excellent example of this. It arrived here. People were ready for it. They were able to head it off at the pass. I understand there may be one nurse who is suffering, but that was out of 70 health care workers who treated that patient. So for people in a people profession like agents and brokers, I think that the United States is a pretty safe place to be and a pretty safe place to work. Right. So thanks for presenting those points. And so, Tim, you did um, explain to me uh, a couple of weeks ago how these things have a tendency to go on a predictable curve as far as the spreading. I mean, you told me you've been kind of following this in the news since July, and that uh, outbreaks like this and a lot of other things have a tendency to follow a very predictable bell curve, if you will. So can you explain to our listeners what you meant by that and really what we can kind of expect going forward? Because, again, guys, what I'm, the reason I wanted this to be today's radio show topic was because even though you're hearing about Ebola right now, it's in the news, it's on the headlines, it's all that. What I'm expecting, when, what we're predicting to happen is over the holiday season, it's not necessarily going to get that much worse but the reporting of it is going to go through the roof. And so you're going to be hearing about Ebola everywhere. You're going to see people overreacting. You're going to see people, you know, freaking out. And we're going to give you, Julie and I have prepared three points that we want to, uh, four points actually, that we're going to get to here in a second to prepare you for a lot of folks' overreaction because it's really important that you do not uh, allow yourself to be lulled into the mindset of fear that is so endemic in our society right now. And we're going to, so we'll get to that in a second. So, Tim, uh, the expected curve of this outbreak, what would you, based on what you've been reading, what would you expect to have happen? Well, again, this illness is affecting Africa. That's truly where the epidemic is Sierra Leone, Guinea, and Liberia. And I believe that Liberia is the worst hit. But from the reading that I've done on it, what it comes back down to is something called the R0 infection. And, and what that is, is it's the number of people who get infected by every person who is infected. And with Ebola, that is between 1.5 and 2 people. So, 
essentially that means that if someone gets sick, they are on average likely to infect 1.5 to 2 people. That's actually less contagious than HIV, SARS, mumps, and even the measles. But Ebola gets a lot of press because of the unfortunately high mortality rate and the rapid onset of the illness. So in terms of that bell curve, this current outbreak started back in December of 2013. And this started with with someone they believe, a young boy named Emil in the country of Guinea. Now, the World Health Organization didn't publish statistics on it until around August, but by August 1st, they had 1,600 cases. By September 3rd, there were 4,000. By October 5th, 8,000. And today, October 14th, there are 9,000. So you can see that it's increasing, but it looks like for the time being that increase is actually slowed. So it's possible that we may be reaching the top of that bell curve. But there will be outbreaks, and it makes sense that there will be outbreaks in more European cities. It makes sense there will be outbreaks in even more cities in the United States. And, you know, so that's kind of your worst-case scenario, what we just painted out. But, again, regardless of uh, – let's just assume that we are at at sort of peak Ebola for this outbreak. And let's assume that it starts to go the opposite direction. Let's assume that it doesn't continue to spread. That has nothing to do whatsoever with how we expect it to be overreported starting uh, literally probably the matter of weeks. And it's going to be in some cases it's going to be a little overwhelming how people overreact. And, and so, Julie and I have got five points we're going to share with you about that. Um, you know what? We're not going to do a commercial today, so let's just go to the first points. And, Julie, are you back on? I am. Okay, so point number one, Julie, do you have that in front of you? Yes, point number one, and again, this is for all of our great agents and our coaching clients and soon-to-be coaching clients. What are you supposed to do with all of this stuff we're talking about? Well, number one, expect that there will be an increase in Ebola news coverage. This time of year, people take time off from work. They're glued to the TV. They're going to be watching more TV, and the drama will be everywhere. So expect that. See it coming, and take some steps to not be tuned into that. So point number two Many people are mentally conditioned to look for the other shoe to drop. Post-9-11 and the recession slash depression, people have come to expect calamity. I I mean, Tim, you and I talk about this all the time. It used to be that when they reported the news, they just reported the news. There wasn't, like, news plus all the drama that goes with it. It was just, here's the facts, go on to eat your dinner. But now it's 24-7, all the time, whatever, 16 news channels. It's crazy. So expect there to be more coverage and, of course, Expect for people that you run into, some of your clients, your prospects, other agents, they're going to be looking for this calamity. I think, unfortunately, there's an element of human nature that looks for negativity to settle in. You know, it's like I always think about if I feel sick in the middle of the night, you know, it's it's 3 o'clock in the morning, it's dark out. I could easily convince myself it's Ebola because I'm just like I'm not fully conscious. And then in the morning it's like, oh, you know, I was just a dry throat because I had the fan on. You know, so there's a human condition that you jump to negativity, even people with strong mindsets, you have a tendency to think the worst. I hear this from agents when they talk about why somebody hasn't called them back. Oh, well, they just must not be interested. Okay, well, are you making up stories or do you know that from a fact from a real conversation? So expect people around you to jump to those negative conclusions particularly people, you know, you guys, some of you are dealing with people who are still dealing with short sales or they lost their job or whatever. They're already in a negative mindset, and then they go turn on the news channel. So pair yourself. It's almost like putting on a mental hazmat outfit. 
you're going to wrap your mindset in that plastic coating to protect yourself from other people's negativity. Does that make sense, Tim? It's very well stated. And, you know, guys, that's a, a great sort of visualization for you and, and the, how you need to protect your mindset. Because, really, I remember very clearly after September 11th, I remember very clearly after, I mean, in our lifetimes, in just the past 20 years, there have been quite a few, um, you know, historic events that have happened. Um, and in that time frame, there really was, especially inside the real estate industry, there really was no big announcement. You know, Julie, you brought something up yesterday, and Tim um, uh, definitely remind me to do this. We need to do, I was, Julie and I have been waiting around with the National Association of Realtors, honestly, to come out with, a um, something about the poor agent in Mississippi who was killed. And there was another agent that was killed not too long ago, and yet National Association of Realtors hasn't really taken the leadership in putting forth some standards that really, you know, agents can uh, uh, abide to. I Follow. mean, the idea is, I mean, Julie's idea was, why does the National Association of Realtors come out with a new set of rules for working with buyers? That way, agents that aren't confident enough can say, listen, I'm sorry, I can't meet you at the house until we've actually met at the office first. I can't just basically you know, be a Pop-Tart agent, meet you wherever you want to be uh, met. I have to follow these specific rules by the National Association of Realtors. And if we then make, you know, basically, I think, friendly and force it amongst each other as a standard, then you will see a dramatic drop in these crimes on agents. I mean, you know, so we're going to do another radio show on that. So, Tim, maybe we do that one next week. So, I mean, guys, as Julie just said, what's happened basically, and you guys got to be consciously aware of this, the effect that the news has, the effect that the consumption of information has on your mindset is profound. But not just yours, but your families and your uh, clients and your, you know, everyone else you're around. And, again, the whole point of us doing the show today on this very strange topic for us anyway uh, is to prepare you for the fact that you're going to have to be extra strong for your families, for the people you love, in a sense that you have to have a better, stronger, uh, almost a fiercer mindset that you maybe would normally have because other people are going to be very susceptible to this. They are societally right now, everyone seems to be waiting around for the other shoe to drop. Have you noticed that? Maybe that's the very thing that's holding you back from seizing the opportunity that this new real estate boom is because you've rationalized, well, there's another shoe to drop, Tim. Oh, it's, we're going to go back on the gold standard. We're going to start trading beads again. We're going to all live in caves. We're all going to be speaking Chinese. I mean, all these things that you guys, you know what? It's because you've been brainwashed. Do you realize that the thoughts that you have that are holding you back from seizing the opportunity that this market presents and, your, frankly, your life presents, do you realize that other people put those thoughts in your head? And you're doing what? You're reinforcing those thoughts. You're watching CNN. You're watching MSNBC. You're watching Fox News. You're reading crap on Facebook. You're doing all these things to reinforce the negative mindset, which really, guys, this time of year, when this, we, if our prediction plays out that the news really plays up the whole Ebola scare, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to maintain a positive mindset going into next year if you're not at least aware of the influence that all this news and all this other stuff you guys feed your brains with, the effect that it's having on your ability to get the most out of life. Point number three, again, you need to protect yourself from all this made-up drama. Consider going totally media-free. Be prepared for your clients to be gun-shy and less optimistic. So what happens is when there's negative news, you'll find people that are a little bit less optimistic, a little bit less enthusiastic. Now, they won't come out and they won't say, well, you know what, Julie, I don't want to list my house because I'm scared of Ebola. Hmm. Well, they'll come out and they'll, they'll be like, well, you know what, I was thinking about moving up 
in the marketplace, but now I have less confidence. And they won't be able to tell you why they have less confidence. The main reason why is because they've allowed their mindset to become negative. They've allowed their mindsets to become negative because of the fact they've been watching too much TV, reading too much garbage, and they too need to go media-free. And that happens to you. And the problem with allowing that type of thinking to enter into your life, it has a massive negative momentum effect. Can you let them know what we mean by that, Jules? Well, I mean, I was just thinking, you know, watch CNN and then add a snowstorm to it. See how people are, right? So you already know that there's stuff going on out there. How does it affect you guys? Well, I can just hear it now. Some of you guys who are not paying attention right now and not protecting your mindset will start using this as an excuse why your fourth quarter is not on track, why you haven't got your business plan done yet, why maybe next year is not going to be great for you because, you know, people just – it's just not a great time to sell. I've heard that three times this week. Agents should wash their mouth out with soap when they just jump to, oh, it's not a great time to sell. Well, based on what? Based on the seller's situation because you used a seller prequalification script? Based on your market data because you studied how long the days in the market actually are? So it can affect you by consciously or subconsciously using it as an excuse why you're not doing the things that you claim are your goals. Not going to be allowed under our coaching watch, by the way. That's for sure. So is your natural state, if you were to go to an island today, think about this. You're going to go to an island where it's, let's just say it's a really nice island. It's not like you and Tom Hanks in the volleyball, right? So it's, it's, you're in a nice resort, but there is, and Julie and I have been to places like this before. <laughs> Julie, do you remember we're down in the Mayan Riviera? We went to oh, yeah. uh, Azulik, right? Mm-hmm. We went to this, yep. we went to this, it was called, it was an echo lodge. It was literally perched awesome. uh, on this incredible cliff hanging over the ocean. Even though we had to share our little, uh, you know, hut with a family of rather aggressive iguanas, um, I mean, it was a very, it was wonderful. And what was really special yeah. about it is we were down there for quite a while, and there was nothing, no TV, no radio, no internet connection. Now this was mm-hmm. quite a few years ago, but you actually, and I was remember, I, I was actually feeling the feelings of withdrawal. This is back before mm-hmm. I discovered the power of media free, or at least I knew about it, but I didn't really embrace it, you know. Sort of like I was talking the talk, but I wasn't completely walking the walk. Well, when we were down in Azulek and we are completely media-free because we had no choice, um, I have to say, my, I, I returned to the state of optimism. Uh, I realized all the stuff that I had allowed to enter in my mind about uh, self-limiting thoughts, all these types of thoughts, all these types of ways of being, sort of just melted uh, out of me when I was stopping the input of the negativity. And people that have been through uh, recovery, people that have had addiction issues, you know, one of the first things you're supposed to do is break all bonds with the people that were reinforcing the bad behavior. Well, in this case, the bad behavior is your bad mindset, which leads to you not getting the most out of your life and out of your business with you not having the mindset of being of service to others. And the bad influence is all the things and all the people and all the forms of media that you allow to influence you. And again, the bottom line here is you're going to be watching more TV most likely, unless you're actually going to take the media-free thing uh, seriously, which I hope you will. Your clients will. Your family will. And all over the news is going to be prominently negative crap during the holidays. That's something to look forward to, isn't it? So Mm -hmm. the first and best thing to do is just pledge to go completely media-free. And if you can't, at the very least, have your guard up and just assume that anything that's going to be coming out of the TV or any other form of media is going to be mostly negative. And a lot of people in our lifetimes in America, have we ever had to deal with some sort of real health epidemic outside of AIDS? 
We haven't really. I mean, there hasn't been something that basically has uh, entered into our uh, minds that's going to be something that's potentially out of our control while well, there's the flu and all those types of things. But most everything else, we figured, well, you know, we can always keep our bodies in good shape and we can at least, you know, head off any potential diseases that are related to, you know, smoking or drinking or being overweight or all those things. But now this Ebola thing, it's almost like an attack of the zombies. You guys see how that's how the media is starting to treat it, like there's a bunch of zombies that are going to be coming over the next ridge and, you know, the next thing you know, we're going to all be in a really bad Brad Pitt movie. I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about here, right? <laughs> right. So be, con- be conscientious yeah. of this and don't allow this to melt away the incredible opportunities that are 2015. You know, your year has already began. So point number four, Julie. Point number oh, four is I to think- protect <laughs> your mindset, but and, no, which is yes. like some of our other points. But here we talk about stick with your 90-day massive action plan. Remember your goals. There are deals yet to be done, prospects yet to turn into clients, clients to turn into transactions. So how do you focus when you're feeling that negative spin? Maybe you just had kind of a rough listing appointment because, you, you know, sometimes you go on appointments and people are just negative and they drain you. It's like battery draining, right? And you walk out the door and you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't. I mean, it's a great listing, but i got to deal with these people. They're so negative. They drag you down. So what do you do about that? Well, you're, you can't stay in, in that zone because it will cause you to be depressed and nonproductive. And we all know the less productive you are, the more depressed you get. So we can't be doing well, that. Well, but Julie, let me, let so me jump in here. That, that, Go ahead. That's when you become susceptible to right. the media. When you, when you yeah, have so don't the, just get in your car and turn on the news. <laughs> right. That's when you become susceptible to the negativity. And so what happens is one thought leads to another bad thought, leads to another bad thought, then all of a sudden you've had a crappy day, week, month, year. It is really that simple. The momentum that you start now, uh, you know, that you have now, is the momentum that starts with your mindset going to 2015. Um, Again, we're asking all of you to be conscientious of this. Don't just be lulled into complacency about protecting your mindset. You have to assume that the media, for the most part, is not saying or doing what's best for you. Because people are addicted to negative negativity. You know, people are addicted to breaking news. People are addicked to Wolf Blitzer walking around, you know, thinking he's going to tell you about the next September 11th. People are addicted to all this horribleness. They love it. They've gotten addicted to it. When people are surrounded with, have you heard or the, have you, do you know the breaking news or all these other types of things, they get an actual, there's an actual, it's been proven scientifically that there's an actual chemical reaction in the brain, a slight little release of a chemical that causes you to feel momentary uh, spout of panic, of fear. But what mm-hmm. happens is people get addicted to that, and they look for it constantly. So they look for it in the people they talk to. They look for it in the way that they express themselves and the actions that they do or don't take. So all these things, guys, really, really critical. And the last point that we wrote down for you is point number five, Julie. Point number five is to use this time of year to build for 2015 and take advantage of the other agents who have been lulled into bad mindsets and are not staying focused. Let them all watch CNN as you go take all the listings that are out there. I <laughs> remind them, you know, it's okay if you're the only car in the parking lot. That's normal for top producers. That's great. Think how quiet the office is going to be. That's right. Okay. You know, guys, if there's no interruptions, anything we can- nobody's there. If there's anything we can do for you, whether you're a coaching student or not, and obviously coaching students get priority, 
but go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. You know, we have 50,000-plus of you listening to our radio show every single month. It's the uh, fastest-growing radio show of its kind in the nation. I mean, the listenership that we're getting, I'll be honest with you, has really surprised even Julie and I, and it's gone beyond our wildest expectations. And we have all of you to thank for that. We sincerely uh, want to show our gratitude, and the way we do that is by offering you guys free coaching call, free coaching calls for agents.com. Whether you're a currently a coaching student or you are basically going to become a coaching student, you cannot wait. I'm going to emphasize that. You do not want to wait until next year to start your coaching relationship. You do not want to wait until next year to get your uh, business in gear because then you're just going to be playing catch-up. And then you're going to be waiting through maybe your own bad mindset. You're going to be waiting through, I mean, all these other things. The winds right now are at your back. And especially, as Julie just touched on, your competitors are going to start watching CNN, and they're going to start buying their Ebola suits, and they're going to start taping up their windows. And then they're going to start telling their, you know, maybe even motivated sellers, oh, it's better if we wait until the spring. Let them make all those mistakes. You keep your mind clear, focused on where the direction you want to go. Stop allowing other people's bullshit to adversely affect the potentiality you have, not only for this industry, but for your life. And if there's ever anything we can do for you, again, it, we love doing these calls. All of our coaches love doing them. FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com, FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. And again, I know some of you are just jumping right on and, and, and joining one of our coaching programs without a free coaching call. That's great, too. You can just go to TimAndJulieHarris.com. If you need Julie and I for anything, our private, no longer private emails are CoachTimHarris at gmail.com and CoachJulieHarris at gmail.com. So there it was, I think, our weirdest radio show topic ever, but it really was, I think, covering the broader point of the fact that your mindset is probably your most valuable asset. That and certainly your skill set. Protect your mindset. Don't allow any thoughts, or at least if they do enter into your mind, don't allow them to adversely affect the results that you get in the business and, frankly, the life you allow yourself to live. So we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.